0: Welcome to Gin and Topics Tasting Room. I'm swapping Anya for Emma, our resident gin expert, the little monkey, and she's going to tell us about the gin that we drank this week, what we should have tasted, and what we could do with the rest of the bottle. So pour a glass and join us in a little gin tasting. <laughs> Emma hello
1: we are going grandmother of all gins geneva today <laughs> we are i mean it's very much it's it's so far from a classic london dry style of gin
0: so the reason why we're doing the geneva is <laughs> All because of one of our very first episodes and Stephen was listening to the episode and Sue was talking about the history of gin and she was talking about Jennifer and she was talking about Holland and Stephen was there going, "Uh, we have that too in Belgium. (laughs) Absolutely. And he, was, uh, he, was, he was shouting at the at the radio, as you do, um, and shouting, you know, yeah, we get it too. We've got it. And so he thought, well, what else can I drink on my episode than some Jennifer? I love it.
1: I mean, it's like diving into a liquid history book though, isn't it really? It is so far from your classic, as I say, London dry styles or like modern gins. Got, you know, it is
0: really not a gin. It's I think this is more like a whiskey than yeah. a gin. Yeah,
1: so um, from the Netherlands, Holland, you know, Belgium has some as well, um, hence this one. Uh, it is a juniper-flavoured spirit, so it does fall within the larger gin bracket. Um, but got the you. base spirit, so we've talked about this before in previous episodes, isn't rectified to the super high 96% ABV. Um, that you Ah. do for a modern gin, which means it retains some character from what it's made from, which is predominantly grains, but they are malted. So that malting is something that shares in commonality with a whiskey. So for Genova's, I always say it's more like a kind of unaged whiskey style vibe with the botanicals then layered on top of that.
0: Yeah, and which, of course, malted grain is a much better base than beer. (laughs) So I don't mind malted grain. <laughs> well,
1: I think this one has been cleaned up a damn sight more than that beer base that we tried. Oh, it the smells other week.
0: really buttery, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> it does. So you've got yeah, kind of like layers of of, of production on a Geneva as well. So you've got the malting, then you you know rectify the spirit up to a certain level, I say so nowhere near ninety six percent ABV. Then you add your botanicals, yep. and for this one, they then put it in a barrel so um american oak as well so very much right. akin to a whiskey um yeah so yeah you've got lots of lots of kind of similarities to it um but before we dive in too much fun fact um about geneva did you ever wonder where the term dutch courage comes from because it's geneva
0: yes 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 sue was talking about dutch courage on that previous episode um and it was Wasn't it the fact that you were given gin instead of... Rum or whatever on on boats and things like that. Is that right? Yeah.
1: Well, so it's um. So you
0: like brain can't remember <laughs> even my own episodes.
1: In in the navy you have got rum and gin, and uh, normally a gin. Navy strength. That's why you get navy strength rums. Right. Navy strength gins. Um. But yeah, in the UK it was normally this is a bit kind of further on than Geneva, but it was the uh the the higher officers got the gin and the plebs got the rum. Um. But in Holland their national spirit was Geneva. So all of the Dutch soldiers got a measure of geneva that they kept in a little flask before they went to battle they gave them a bit of a swig it gave them courage uh and our nice. our troops came back because we fought in the lowlands of holland a number of times over many many years and the troops have come back with this taste for this fire water this geneva that gave you courage <laughs> um and dutch courage basically comes from it so it's liquid courage it's pretty cool
0: i love it yeah. right i'm gonna dive in and drink some liquid courage
1: I mean, on the nose you've got almost kind of chocolatey, nutmeggy bit of spice, and that carries through to the palate quite nicely. So you get that kind of wood, oaky vanilla kind of aspect yeah. to
0: it. Lots of like caramelly,
1: yeah. buttery,
0: malty goodness. It's almost like treacle, isn't it? It is, it really <laughs> is. And it feels it's really warming and just, yeah, I could just drink it on its own. Now, we when on the episode. We were then adding whether we added tonic to it or drinking it neat. And I like it neat. And I find it. Goes a bit weird when you add tonic to it.
1: Yeah, Genova's aren't the natural bedfellows for tonic. An unaged Genova works a little bit better, but so especially an aged Genova, you're getting a bit of a disconnect when you've got that bitter quinine and the woody vanilla oak notes. It just doesn't quite work.
0: Yeah. And um, it made it
1: really sweet yeah. and a bit yuck. <laughs> yeah. To sum up, bit yuck. Um,
0: Bit yuck. But, yeah, so,
1: I mean, with these ones, if you want a long drink, then just look to what you drink whiskey with. So you could actually put this with Coca-Cola quite nicely or ginger ale or something Ah. like that.
0: Um, Nice.
1: Yeah. Apple juice. Or even
0: just a soda, splash of soda or something with it as well.
1: Yeah, whiskey highballs are are lovely, so this would work really well in that kind of Mm -hmm. DNA of a cocktail. So if you try and find cocktails that share their DNA with whiskey drinks... Um, you're onto a winner. So there is actually a historic cocktail called the Martinez, which would work really well here. So you've got gin, sweet vermouth, maraschino liqueur, and Angostura bitters. And if you think about Ooh, it, yeah. it gives more of a passing resemblance to a Manhattan. So a Manhattan yeah. is whiskey, sweet vermouth, bitters, and it's often garnished with a maraschino cherry. So you've got that shared DNA between the two, and that's yeah. going to be delicious.
0: So, oh yeah, might have to try that. Not right now, though. <laughs> Not right now. I'm just enjoying this. That's lovely. All I need now is a roaring fire. <laughs> I mean, that's what I need. My feet up, just chilling, and just enjoying the warmth of the Geneva. Yum!
1: It is. It, I really like the way it coats your mouth as well. It's lovely. Mm.
0: And it coats the glass too. Have just been swelling around. You can see it all.
1: Yeah, so they call them legs when they uh, they do they come in down. wine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in in certain spirits, you get really pronounced legs, and this one is fairly. It has. Yeah, it's got excellent Syrup-y legs. Yum.
0: <laughs> Lovely, love those legs. Brilliant. <laughs> Thank you, Emma. I have enjoyed, Jennifer. Cheers. I'll see you next week. See you next week. So there you go that was this week's gin and if you haven't listened to the topic that we paired with the gin then why don't you do that now with the rest of your glass and if you want to share what you're pairing your gin with and what you're going to do with the rest of your bottle then join us on social media at topic gin and of course listen again next week for another topic and quite a few more gins. (laughs) See you then.
1: Cheers.